The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by the Valentine Museum. Its Richmond History Makers event honors the individuals, organizations, objects, and even moments that have shaped Richmond's history over the past 125 years. Thursday, April 11th, part of a week-long celebration at the Valentine. Tickets can be purchased at richmondhistorymakers.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Ralph Northam has issued an executive order directing the Virginia Employment Commission to hire more staff and nearly double the number of disputed claims they process each week. As Whitney Evans reports, Virginians have complained for months they haven't received their unemployment payments during the pandemic. Northam is also asking for significant technology upgrades to the unemployment insurance system by October. A representative with the Virginia Employment Commission fielded questions from lawmakers Tuesday who say they're getting complaints every day. Here's Senator Louise Lucas. I thought I was the only member that was receiving dozens of calls per day regarding their difficulty in getting through to the VEC. The state's chief workforce advisor, Megan Healy, says call center staff may unfortunately not be able to answer many questions. What did my employer say about me? Why did I lose my benefits? That is something they cannot tell you, uh, which is very frustrating, and, and I get that. Healy says the VEC will open offices in the coming months so people can schedule in-person appointments. A group has filed a federal class action lawsuit against VEC, alleging the state has violated their constitutional rights. The parties are now in court-ordered mediation. Whitney Evans, VPM News. According to the city's health department, the seven-day average for new COVID-19 cases in Richmond is down to 10 per week. During a press conference yesterday, Mayor LeVar Stoney attributed the improving numbers to vaccination rates. He called on young people in particular to get their shots. A spokesperson for the health district said about half of Richmond adults have gotten their first dose, and more than a third are fully vaccinated. Several Hampton Roads cities have higher rates of poverty, unemployment, and housing insecurity than Virginia on average. That's according to new data dashboards that highlight social inequities across the state. Sam Turkin from partner station WHRV has more. Virginia's new online tool shows socioeconomic disparities disproportionately impact people of color. It shows the state's average poverty rate is less than 11 percent. But Norfolk, Hampton, Newport News, and Portsmouth all have poverty rates of at least 15 percent. In Norfolk, the average income of white people is double that of black residents. There are similar disparities with housing security. Eric Claville directs the Center for African-American Public Policy at Norfolk State University. He says the takeaway from the data dashboards is clear. We've yet to deal with our issues of structural racism, discrimination, suppression, oppression, which creates inequities. State officials say data on socioeconomic disparities can be hard to find because they come from different sources. Jonathan Zor is president of the nonprofit Virginia Center for Inclusive Communities. It's really hard to make change if we don't have accurate information. These dashboards become an opportunity for us to benchmark and measure where we might be able to go. State officials say they'll routinely update the data. That was Sam Turkin reporting. President Joe Biden has approved Virginia's disaster declaration following severe winter storms in February that caused power outages across the state. This means FEMA assistance will be available to most areas of central Virginia to support recovery efforts. Localities, state agencies, and tribal governments can apply for funds through FEMA's public assistance program until June 9th. 
The Commonwealth also has access to more federal money through the Hazard Mitigation Grant Program, which aims to reduce the long-term risks of natural hazards. The Virginia Department of Emergency Management has a year to submit applications to FEMA for the program. New businesses and apartment buildings in Richmond are required to have a minimum number of parking spaces on site. But as Roberta Roldan reports, City Council is considering eliminating parking minimums. Councilman Andreas Addison is sponsoring the resolution. He says getting rid of the parking requirements could help bring down the cost of new housing. And a lot of times businesses are, you know, going into newly zoned places that might not have all the accessible parking as outlined in our code. But doesn't mean they can't successfully open a business. With more money flowing into the GRTC bus system and new bike lanes going up, Addison says Richmond is ready to have this conversation. Others aren't so sure. Council members Ellen Robertson and Michael Jones both support the proposal, but have expressed concerns that it could negatively impact parking in neighborhoods near new developments. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. The Virginia Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Services is set to receive almost $70 million from the American Rescue Plan. Representative Abigail Spanberger announced the award in a statement yesterday. A little over half of the money, about $36 million, will be used to expand mental health services across the state. The remainder will go to help prevent and treat substance abuse disorders. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Tuesday, May 18th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM.